When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to Mile High Report Radio Horse Tracks. And now, here's what's happening in Broncos country. Good morning, Broncos country. I'm Lori Lattimore-Volkman, and this is Horse Tracks for Wednesday, October 5th, a.k.a. my wedding anniversary. Yay! It's been a short week, but a long injury list as a banged-up Broncos squad gets ready to host a not-quite-as-banged-up Colts squad on Thursday night. On Tuesday, the Broncos officially placed Javante Williams and Randy Gregory on injured reserve. Williams is done for the season with a torn ACL, PCL, and LCL. Gregory is getting a scope to clean up minimal damage on his knee and could be back by week 10, just after the Broncos bye. The Broncos also poached running back Latavius Murray from the Saints practice squad to add to the running back room. Head coach Nathaniel Hackett was unsure if Murray would be ready to go for Thursday night's game, But he is sure that Melvin Gordon is doing what he needs to do to be ready for prime time without losing the ball. I just think it's about finishing the play with the ball tucked up. I mean, it's that simple. Wrist above the elbow, all that kind of stuff. You know, he's he just sometimes wants to get an extra yard, and sometimes that, that's not as important. Um, but he is running hard. He's doing a great job. He came today with a vengeance. Uh, we had a great mental day with him, and so we're, we're ready to go with him. The Colts could also be without their star running back, Jonathan Taylor, who was listed as a DNP on the injury report the last two days, even though it was just a walkthrough today. Taylor suffered an ankle injury on Sunday, but an MRI came back negative for a major sprain. His status is still uncertain for game time. If Taylor does not play, a likely call-up from the Colts practice squad could get a warm welcome if he shows up in Denver on Thursday night. Former Bronco and fan fave, 
Philip Lindsay. Defensive coordinator Ajiro Evero said the game prep for the defense does not really change even if Taylor doesn't play. Uh, well, he's a great player, so, you know, I don't feel like they would be as good, but, you know, I'm fully expecting him to play. Coach Nathaniel Hackett also gave Taylor a lot of props and hinted he could be a problem. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is a special player. <laughs> I mean, he is. He, he, he's a violent runner. He's, uh, I mean, he hits the holes with speed. He, he looks for contact, but also has the speed to get down the field. So um, he's a very good football player. I mean, that, that's, that's what I'll say there. On the receiving end for the Colts offense, QB Matt Ryan's favorite target last week was tight end Mo Alley-Cox, who had 85 yards receiving and two touchdowns. Fellow tight end Kylan Granson also had a big day, catching all four of his passes for 62 yards. Those tight ends could be trouble for the Broncos' defense. Yeah, you know, I think the biggest thing for us is just, uh, you know, not trying to do too much, just playing our core fundamentals. And I think uh, sometimes, uh, you know, as coaches and players, you have a tendency to want to make a play to win the game and uh, press. And, uh, you know, we just got to trust the process one play at a time, um, stay disciplined with our, our fundamentals, um, stay disciplined in how we're calling the game, all those things, and we'll be just fine. And the first man's got to secure the tackle, and then the next man in has got to go for the ball, and, you know, we just got to be cognizant of that. How much will it hurt losing Randy Gregory? And, and, and... Speaking of tight ends, Broncos offensive coordinator admitted he is getting more comfortable figuring out what to do with all the TEs the Broncos have, but don't seem to play. Yeah, that, that tight end room is unique because we have so many people for different packages each week. And, you know, his, his reps will climb um, depending and on, on, the, on the game plan itself. I see it going up more this week. So, you know, it's, you can use those guys in different roles and different responsibilities. And um, I, I think he's progressing each and every day. I don't think there's anything more that he has to do. It's just more uh, consistency uh, throughout the practice and just understanding everything and what it's expected of. Andrew Beck has been largely absent from the game plan since being the main target in the first quarter of the first game at Seattle. Albert O took just one snap on Sunday. Eric Salbert seems to show up to catch a couple of TD passes every now and then. Um, and just teaching them the different ways and how they fit in this offense, I think uh, we got a pretty good handle of it. I think Jake does a good job of rotating those guys in and, and putting them in the uh, opportune spots. Broncos cornerback Patrick Sertan. His work last week neutralizing Devontae Adams was masterful. And he'll be called on again to do the same against Alec Pierce or Michael Pittman Jr. Feel about Pastor Tan's job against Devontae. I bet that's probably about as good as it gets covering that guy. He's probably the best receiver in the league, and uh, he did a good job and stood toe to toe. Broncos will take the field at 6:15 Mountain Time on Thursday night, and quarterback Russell Wilson apparently can't wait because that's the day he gets to prove this offense is making progress, and he has the formula for what that looks like. In terms of the offense, what does progress look like on Thursday night? Winning. That's it. I mean, that's all, we really, that's all that really matters is I think, you know, you want to be great on third down, great in the red zone. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we, we put on the pads and cleats to win. And that's your horse tracks. Thanks for listening, Broncos country. Let's ride.